be prepared. Just talk to your heavenly Father. Say, Lord, teach me your word. Lord, empower me with your word. Lord, transform my mind with your word. Lord, give me grace to live according to your word. Just begin to talk to God right now, wherever you are, in the name of Jesus. The word is living, the word is active. Malapando le bebe malabaru to sependa la baba shivinta laban ziyuntu baletu zanepe dozi handala baduzan peyendo le be falozi tanta labare bedusha dalaban ziyante peluguzan tabayendan zampando zebedozuta palevenda la balaban in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this evening. We thank you for the opportunity you've given us to hear your words, the living word, the active word. Is our prayer this evening, Lord, that you will speak unto us in a way that we shall hear, in a way that we shall understand. We pray that you break your word down for us. Let us receive understanding. Let us receive grace even to obey your words, not just being mere hearers, but actually doing your word. We thank you for the life of every single person here. We thank you for the life of the man of God. We pray that let him be an instrument, let him be a vessel and speak through him unto us. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, have we prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome the man of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy to be in the presence of God. If she is so happy to be in the presence when she's not down, I don't expect any one of you to be down. Hallelujah. You see how active the child is. He realized that the father is supposed to sit there. The father was in there, so he said, Let me go there. And it has brought the father. Thank you. Just Worship, worship, worship. Lay Loro Sila Harashenda. Just magnify and bless his name.
generally speaking might say that indeed God's word is powerful and we know that all things were made and without him was not anything made that has been made. Hallelujah. Many of us will intellectually say that God's word is the creative force. That upholds all things. Many of us will also testify that indeed his word is powerful, but that can be merely intellectual in the sense that it's just knowledge that is coming from your head or because you might have heard others speak, therefore you also speak and proclaim the same. But we have come to a point in our journey where the experience of the word is supposed to be 
on an individual level. Hallelujah. Not because I heard it, therefore I say. But it's supposed to be an experience. For the scriptures make it clear that his word is indeed living. Say his word is alive. So his word is living. His word is very powerful. And his word is sharper than any laser that we can imagine. It's capable of cutting through. Even the things that we think cannot be divided. Things that are difficult to explain, his word makes all these things clear. I want us to come to a place as individuals or, or as a church where we can interact with the word on that personal level. Not I hear, I see. But being in absolute sync with the word. Being attuned to the word. You realize that from the beginning of from the beginning we realized that all things were made by his word then later we realized that many things weren't saw and it's because there was a response to another voice hallelujah I remember the story of the garden so when it came to uh, the cause of the fall the man would say that the woman you gave me, I would say that it is a serpent. But the scriptures also make it clear that if a man should fall, he falls because he's drawn away by his own lustful desires. Hallelujah. Amen. So you realize that the blame was thrown to the serpent, meaning that there was the voice of the serpent. Hallelujah. But in other places, we realize that there is the voice of the Lord. There was the voice of the Lord that walked in the garden. Hallelujah. There was the voice of the serpent. And you realize that voices are not just voices, but voices are, they release certain kinds of knowledge. Hallelujah. Sometimes you might not know. You might be in an atmosphere and Okay, let me, let me talk about how music can sing deeply into your heart. How many of you have intentionally learned some music before? And how many of you have unintentionally learned a song before? So for instance, when it comes to the believer, you realize that if the believer is very serious, you wouldn't say to yourself that you are going to learn this song. I'm talking about a worldly song. But because you, you keep on hearing, now when you hear it, you know how it goes. You might even know the words. That's right. Is it true? Very true. You know that this, you, you can tell the source. Hallelujah. You didn't plan to learn. But being in an atmosphere where 
the voice, such voices is, is, is ministering or speaking, automatically knowledge is deposited into your heart. Amen. So it is very, very important that as a child of God, you need to be able to have that seed in your heart. Because if you don't take care, whatever goes through the atmosphere will just penetrate into your heart. It's very practical, right? And I can call some of you, and if we start playing certain songs, you, some of you might even start dancing. Is it true? It's practical. It's very, very true. Some of the songs that you can sing, when I hear you sing, I'll be surprised. And you yourself, you'll be surprised that, ah, did you really take your time to learn this? But it is written clearly in your heart. Why? Because you found yourself in an atmosphere where the voice was ministering where the voice was speaking. So in the garden we realize that these voices were represented by by figures or were represented by uh, trees or creatures. So here we see the voice of the Lord and here we see that the voice of the Lord is walking. And then there we realize that there is a tree and that tree is life. Then we see the voice of the serpent. Then we realize that it also produces a certain kind of knowledge. But all is related to what can be eaten. Hallelujah. They seem to be edible, no matter the figure or the allegory or the metaphor that is used to represent them. Why am I trying to talk on this? It's because of what we eat. Hallelujah. When you look through the New Testament, Jesus was so much concerned about what we take in as well. In the Paul and Epistles, you can say that tables are spoken of. He speaks about the tables of idols. So, even the kind of food that you eat has what it represents. And then there is the table of the Lord. Are you here with me? I'm climbing, I'm moving somewhere. So as a child of God, it's very, very important for you to identify what you need to eat, what you need to partake of. And that has been the weakness of the church. So now you realize that the church of God is growing in numbers. The church of God is growing in terms of uh, a certain kind of expansion. So everywhere, at least you see the church of God being planted. 
But then you realize that what we are eating is very, very different. This is not even to talk about the diversities in the gifts or the administrations that God has given to the church. You realize there are many believers that are not eating what is on the table of the Lord. There are many believers that are eating what is on the table of idols. And it wouldn't come to you like, oh, this, this, this is the table of idol that I'm, I'm partaking of. No, it, it's in fears. Hallelujah. And it takes a very, very sharp discernment to really pick it up. This has actually delayed a certain dimension of manifestation of the church of God. Because practically, when it comes to nutrition, we know that if you eat properly, you are definitely going to do well. There's a way when you look at a child, you look at a child, you realize that mm, this child is a healthy child. I hope you remember what we were taught. Is it integrated science or something like that? What was it? Is it pre-vocational skills? Or something, one of them. When you see a child that is malnourished, you can clearly tell from a child that is what properly fed. Dr. Jamra, is it not clear when you see a child that is malnourished? And you can look at the child and then you can tell what we have been eating all this while. Turn and look deeply into the eyes of your neighbor and ask him, you know, what have you been eating all this while? I wanted to pull your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you look malnourished. Some of us, we have a pasioko. No protein, no. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not talking about your physical body. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, uh, practically, what I'm trying to say is that the word of God, or the kind of things that we hear, they, they themselves, they represent a certain kind of food to the soul. Do you get it? Whether it comes through music or it comes through uh, the words of man. That's why I give music as an example of how words can be driven into the heart of man without he himself knowing. I think I've shared it before that one day I was walking, I realized I, re I was singing some song. That's right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's been a while though. I was singing some song Then I woke up for my slumber. That, hey, what is this? It was in slumber. Yes, it is it's slumber. Like, it, like I said, that some way, somehow, the song has found its way into my heart. I said, no. No. I need to consciously 
So the interesting thing about it is that the things that are foolish, the things that are stupid, the things that are not wise, they have the fastest rate of penetration into your heart. Is it practical? That is why sometimes it is very a child will you expect that a child let's say a child has been to Sunday school, you expect that all the teachings should be in the house of the child. While the child is rather growing, now he or she is beginning to fool more. Upon the number of years. And practically speaking, let me let me even bring it to our, our life here. Many of us, let's say you're above uh, 30 or yeah, you're late 30s or let's say late 30s. <laughs> or let's say once you are, you're above 20, you are you are an adult according to many of us are growing or we have grown according to the constitution. But when you look at the comparison of your spiritual age to your age in the world, you realize that they do not match. So we go to school and then you are you learn a lot of you know the number of things you learn in school. Sometimes you think it's just your lecture notes that you are learning, but you realize that later when you go into the books, into the books, you realize that you know almost you almost have every idea of whatever has been taught. Am I right? Like for instance, so you, you go for a lecture and then your lecturer comes, he does all the presentation, you follow the notes, you listen to a few YouTube videos. You have no idea the knowledge that you have accumulated until you start opening the book and you realize that almost everything that is written in the book, you some way somehow have an idea. And some of the books that we have, they are bigger than the Bible. You know that. And they will written it small, 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 small. That is just for anatomy. Then there's one for physiology. There's one for histology. There's one for hematology. There's one for microbiology. Like different, 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 different things. And you were able to what, learn all of this. And you you passed. It doesn't matter the grade you got, you passed. <laughs> wow. So this reveals your intelligence. This reveals how fast you can actually learn. But all the days of our life, you realize the scriptures have been with us. Paul will say that these scriptures, you have known them since you were a little child. And these scriptures, they are able to make me wise unto salvation. in the word. Are you here with me? Push your neighbor, ask your neighbor, do you have an idea what you are missing in the word?
You have no idea. That's why. <laughs> that's why it's like that. <laughs> Many of us have not fully tapped into the potential of the world because of the other voices that we are hearing. We have not fully tapped into the potential of the world. And as I said, the things that are not really that important, they have the fastest rate of penetration into your heart. And if you don't take a discipline, this thing will now become, take over your heart. Hallelujah. When you study about uh, <clears throat> there's a certain infections. I don't know, should I use that as an example? Let me teach you something. So, in the body, in certain places, you can imagine, yes, in certain places, there's supposed to be what you call normal flora. You get it? Normal vegetation. Let me use <laughs> that. There's supposed to be a normal vegetation there. And some way, somehow, when the normal vegetation is not there because of one or two reasons, and there happens to be a chance of a foreign seed. By the time you realize, easily the foreign seed begins to colonize the whole place. And then, once the normal vegetation is not present, now it allows for the foreign ones to invade the space. And when they invade the space, because it's not normal there, it becomes opportunistic. Do you understand? That means it now begins to take over and then begin to cause serious problems. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you relate? Is it enough? Yes, you are trying. Hey, my God. You want me to say this in there? You are trying. Some of you understand, right? Or I should teach well. Pastor is shy to, to speak. <laughs> you are not shy. <laughs> okay, so I've just presented it in, in a nice way. So there are certain parts of the body. You are supposed to have certain bacteria there. Hallelujah. And that, yes, an example is that. Yes, that, that one is a, is a very good example. But it's a very, very practical example too. And I'm not here to teach you science. So sometimes you realize, okay, certain ladies are not comfortable. Okay. So, ah, you feel something is smelling like it's fishy, hot dog. Like. Yeah. How did you know? You said he did his project work in that. Okay, talking with them, examining them. Okay, okay, so let me teach you something. So, 
there's something that we call bacterial vaginosis. You see. And God has been so good that He has designed everything to be perfect in the life of a woman. But some way, somehow, because of the emergence of all sort of methods to make the place appealing for men. And sometimes as a result of certain infections and all that. People are washing the place thoroughly when it's not supposed to be done like that. People are putting all sort of things in there to make to make the place be like deodorant. <laughs> but in so doing that you end up wiping and killing the proper good bacteria that is supposed to be there. And when that happens, you give way for other bad bacteria to invade the place. And when they invade the place, very soon you'll be running away. You wouldn't like the experience. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope it's a little bit clear. Yes, so naturally in the life of a believer, your normal way of life, what is supposed to surround you, what is supposed to be in your heart, what is supposed to take over you, is the word of God. Hallelujah. But some way, somehow in our generation, other things which are other voices, are rather taking over the place. So now the deception is that, oh, you are okay, but you are not actually okay. Your space has been invaded. Hallelujah. Your space has been invaded and it is very, very, very fatal. It is not good for your spiritual health. So as a child of God, these are the things when we hear, when you see us teaching or hammering on the word, you see us talking over and over again, oh, uh, matter the word, uh, meditate on the word, and you are just, we are just trying to make you return to what originally it was meant to be. I think I showed Taisho or something. I think I shared something with you. Seven hours for eight, 12 hours con continuously for how many days? Like just being in the presence of God continuously for five days. And it's supposed to be normal. But right now you see it's strange to you. You know why it's strange to you? Because something has invaded the space of your heart. How many, how many hours if, did Moses spend in the presence of God? How did he survive? You see, I want to make it clear to you that there are certain dimensions in God 
you have an idea of faith, but you never get there. Unless they are dedicated to really have an experience of him. You have heard of it. Oh, this man of God, they will walk with God. They will just testimonies in your, in your ears. It will empower you. Oh, yes, we can. But the pathways to that, they make sure that nothing invaded the space of their heart. Right now, so many things are lingering in our hearts. Despite the amount of God, the, the amount of the word of God that comes to us, many things still linger in our hearts. And we know it's a challenge, it's something that you are actually battling with. You have an idea of what is right or what is acceptable, but it is still very, very difficult to even trust the word of the Lord. I will put my trust in him. I'll call you something. It's so difficult for you to really put your trust in him. Many a times when we, say, when, when we even say trust the Lord, it's because our leg is on something. You have a backup plan. Hallelujah. It's because maybe you, you have a backup plan. In your head, so so it makes it easy for you to. I don't really trust in God. You you because of that plan. It's just like you having some fat amount of money in your in your bank account. When you have it hidden somewhere, you can stand up and say that this is the the fool lead the way. If they fool, I'm going to stop the way. Like, to everybody, hey, Charlie, you have Vimo, but you, you know what you are standing on. You, you can take care of yourself. You don't mind. <laughs> so many of the things that we say, it's because sometimes we already have something we are, we are actually trusting in. What about the place where you don't really have any of those things? Will you still... This is where now you realize that the people that walk with God, what I've been preaching about for the past few weeks, that was the moment. Like, now your faith that you think will deliver you. Now that same faith is telling you if God doesn't deliver you, will you still be there? Will you still believe? Can you tell me what was the assurance? Do you think they thought that God would come? Or they just held on to the integrity of God's word? The experience wasn't like that of Elijah. Oh, we don't care. Like uh, we know we know that God will just it wasn't certain. But God had to show up because of what it was representing. Whatever it want, he wanted to teach us. 
Many of them were killed. The people you want to be like. Want to be a bishop. Some of the bishops, they were crucified. These days, if somebody wants to be a bishop, it's like you, you, you have an idea of the promised land. Or you had a foretaste of the promised land. Those days, no. Look, look at how they thought. It's like if they are following, they are following unto death. It's like they love not their life. Even unto death. That was the level of their conviction. And that is pure truth. Not stained, not feared. It is not about faith that brings deliverance. Oh. No. Don't you think that uh, don't you think that Jesus could have just said, Oh, these are his servants. They do not deserve to die like this. Don't you think it would have been more glorious than it would have been written? Ah, the day that Peter was about to be crucified, he all, all of a sudden vanished or he ascended. Don't you think it would be it would be a very powerful testimony? Or the day they wanted to behead the, the disciple when they were beheaded, it was hitting metal. Like when they hit it, it was like metal. When they hit it, it was like metal. It was not cutting. Don't you think it's a very powerful testimony? But when they cut, it was. <laughs> it went through successfully. If you ask me, where is the God? <laughs> I want us to really build our hearts for what is ahead. I'm not saying these things are going to happen to you. No. Before you run away from, from the kingdom. Anyway, so there are certain things that we need to know about. There are certain apostolic foundations of the church that we need to know about and we need to bury ourselves in them. And these apostolic foundations is what was practiced by the early church, by fathers or by those that walked with the Lord in the days of Jesus and uh, even in the burden of the church so by the apostolic fathers and practically speaking when it comes to the growth markers of the life of the believer one of the things that we will look at is prayer hallelujah so if you ask someone that oh how can you grow spiritually one of the first things that they will mention to you is the prayer and another thing that they will mention is the word Hallelujah. So these are very, very important. Uh, prayer brings edification. Word brings edification. They all actually build up. So they are very, very important. But there are other things also which is a proof or is a sign of our work with God. Hallelujah. And without the manifestations of these things in our lives, our spiritual growth experience is still immature. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? 
So open your Bible to Acts. Open to Acts. Verse 41 to 43. Acts chapter 2, 41 to 43. If you are there, shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Let your mind be here. Don't get distracted by the noise coming. So, I read. Acts chapter 2. Verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we all read 41? Let's go. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. This is a very big testimony, right? Very, very huge testimony. It said the same day, they added what? 3,000 souls. That day, I can imagine the amount of work the apostles would have done, even to baptize the people, assuming they are. The 12 main people and then maybe a few supporters or less than 120 trying to trying to do that that's a very difficult work okay let's look at the foundations and they continued hallelujah so this is the practice I told you something that the Lord gave me a word and I've been sharing with you. I've actually been, whatever word I need to tell you, I've been telling you true. I've been sharing it. So those of you that have been joining the meetings, at least you have an idea. The recent word that came was that, get ready. Hallelujah. And before that, I told you something about the life of a soldier. And how we need to be ready and alert as soldiers in the law. We should always be ready for action. Whether we feel prepared or not prepared, we are what? Prepared. Hold your neighbor, shake your neighbor, and tell your neighbor, be prepared in season and out of season. I want to shake your device. Be prepared in season and out of season. Be prepared in season and out of season. If we don't take some of this approach, you see, uh, look, uh, let me say this. There are so many exploits to be done in the kingdom. And I know it has been a unique prayer. Pray, Lord, use me for exploits. Who has not prayed that prayer before? 
everybody has prayed that prayer before, and by God's grace, I think I've, I've been able to fine tune our prayer life in terms of uh, the focus and the reason why we do the things that we do. The other time, I told you that uh, <clears throat> the man of God was was exposing certain truths, and then he said, "In our generation, if a young man is praying, that, oh Lord, use me to turn the world upside down." Or Lord use me mightily, Lord use me or or I die. What it means is that Lord make me popular. Lord make me have money through the ministry. Lord make me have influence through the ministry. That is what wrong mentality. That is immature heart speaking. Amen. Amen. We must get it right. We must have our hearts shaped and focused completely on the Lord. Do you get it? We, won't, we, won't, we shouldn't find ourselves praying that prayer because we want to be we want to be popular Lord make me popular you know what you are saying but behind the prayer Lord make me popular Lord I want to also be driving the what cars do the men of God use these days the, the V8 you want to so that when you are coming then police will be driving ahead of you then your camera pick guys who Will be shooting you. You coming out from the from the what from the car? Then they will take your shoe. <laughs> and it will all be posted, and you come glory be to God. Then this vain imaginations. And <laughs> and unfortunately, that a lot of such cases is, is actually happening in that generation. When you see a man, it's because of what they have seen. So, if, if if they want God to use them, they just want to see what God is using another man to do also in their life. That's not supposed to be the goal. So, let's look at apostolic words. And they continued steadfastly. Say steadfastly. Steadfastly. Hallelujah. Meaning that they continued diligently, they continued persistently, they continued consistently. Continued, it's like it's consistent. Do you understand? And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Hallelujah. So the teachings that were being communicated to them. It's something that they really want upheld so high. And fellowship, say fellowship. Fellowship. Then, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. So you see, he has mentioned four things here. Hallelujah. And all these four things are things that they continued persistently, consistently, diligently. That means they, 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 they input. The English word, how would I say? They, they placed in all their efforts. They endured to the end. They, they, they persevered. They never stopped. So we can see the apostles' doctrine, the word there. You remember when the apostles were talking, they said, okay, for us, you will communicate, we'll commit ourselves to the word and to the word and to the uh, uh, we'll come to ourselves to prayer and to the ministration of the word. So it makes prayer and the ministration of the word very paramount. 
that is very, very important. But here, you realize that there were things they continued in. And without this, it means that you are not actually living the practical life. The practical Christian life. So, after this, the objectives for this meeting is that you will find yourself walking consistently in this. The objective of the, of the whole message today. Being consistent. Being diligent. Continuing in these apostolic foundations. Helps me. They contain the apostles' doctrine. And what? And fellowship. Hallelujah. This one is not fellowship with the with the Holy Spirit. Though. Because fellowship with the Holy Spirit, he mentioned prayer there, he mentioned the word there. So I mean it, it balances you can have your personal relationship. And fellowship. And to qualify it, he said, and breaking of what? Do you know what it means? We find ourselves in a generation where now these things are not really there. And it is it is one of the reasons why we do not see the results that the church saw them. Because this in itself brings about a lot of togetherness. You see, when the scriptures mention that they were with one accord, or they were they were united, meaning that they they, they had all things in common. If they were eating, they were eating in common. They were breaking bread. When was the last time you visited a brother here? Do you know your brother's house? These days in our generation, we put in distance afar off. And they continued steadfastly. I'm really laying emphasis on this because if you want to have an explosive uh, ministry, or you want to be very, very complete in your maturity in God. These are practical things. Because you realize that later, I'll, I'll mention a few scriptures, you realize that it is part of the of the love process. You know, sometimes we say, oh, you need to walk in agape. Oh, you need to walk in love. Oh, faith, hope, and love. Is that, you know, those are just like teaching. You are just mentioning it. It's going to the ears of the people. But the practicality of faith is that they continue steadfastly. Tell your neighbor, they continue steadfastly. They continue steadfastly. In the apostles' doctrine. In the apostles' doctrine. Hallelujah. And fellowship. fellowship. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So this fellowship is not your point only between you and God. Mm. I thought that the fellowship act of the word is called here. So you can make a reference to your your communion with God. But that word also, I think I explained to you the other time. What does it mean? It means distributions. Mm. Distributions. It means participation. Hallelujah. Amen. Say participation. Participation. So if there's no participation, like if we say we are participating in something, it means that me and you, if we say we are participating in the game, that means we are, we are all involved in playing the game. So... This is a fellowship we are partaking in. It's not, oh, I belong to, I belong to, this. no, 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 I belong to 
hey, RYSU, I belong to uh, CCYF. No, 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 no. It is practical. It's not about that sense of belonging because I have my name registered with it. You can see that all of us, everybody's guilty here, right? Or because you think you visited me or you know my house. No, I'm not done to deal with you. Ask your neighbor, do you know, do you know my house? You see, if, 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 truly, you see, let me say something. If we want to see the results of the apostolic fathers, we need to locate the things that they were steadfast in. Hallelujah. He said, that same day, a thousand, three thousand people were added to the church. And these three thousand added to the church and they continued. It's, 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 it's serious. So I don't need you to fill my church because maybe I want to have that uh, that feeling of uh, excitement that I have a full church or growing church. No, no, no. He said, look, there's something there. This is where you find this whole act of love. Faith. Hope. It is in this In a generation, everybody is thinking about themselves. Even their food cry doesn't reach them. <laughs> so, and they tell the time, God even understands. So, how did they do it? I've heard certain teachings from other uh, denominations. They tell, oh, yeah, what the early church practice was very unique because it was an instruction of the Lord and that era has actually passed. So now in our era, we need to use wisdom and to live so that you don't you don't go into uh, debts and all that. They continued. I don't know how long they continued, but they said they continued. And the church exploded. You see, love has a way of keeping people more than even what you think your message carries. Your message, your message is, is nothing like your message. It is, it is what is found in the message, the content of the message. If it is love, that is what binds. That is what holds men together. The practicality of the message is that which binds all of us. Or because you think you can sweetly talk, you think you think you can talk. There are people that, that can talk better than you. Hmm? So it's not because you can teach excellently or you can you can you have certain miraculous abilities or something like that. They continued steadfastly. You see, and and these are signs of they being rooted and grounded. In the word. That is what we need to trust God for. We need to we need to shift to that dimension where we are moving from selfishness to to complete love and affection for our for our brethren. 
<laughs> Look at it. Let's continue. And in breaking of bread, do you understand breaking of bread? Somebody says, oh, it's just the communion. Eh, okay, yes, it's part, it's part of it. Breaking of bread. It is equally spiritual. Hallelujah. So, it is not even about fastings and, and prayers here. In, the, in this portion of the scripture, in Acts, there are just a few places where they mentioned that uh, and uh, as they fasted and prayed and ministered to the Lord, then the Holy Ghost said unto me, Sister, pray to us. It's just one or two places. You might not even find a lot of references to fast. The next place where you hear is when Paul was talking about his pain in fastings often. In, in, in hand of him, you would not even know the source of the, of the fast. Hallelujah. But he said, This is equally spiritual. So it is not just about isolation, saying that, Oh, I just want to be in the presence of God alone. Sometimes it is about the demonstration of the love, the practicality of it, the, the, the conversations, the communion. Hallelujah. It is, it is, it is so, it is a matter of spiritual maturity. You must get to that place where, like, the love just, it just flows. And amazingly, when a man begins to walk in that order, you realize that some way, somehow, there's a supplier for so, imagine you position yourself to always be a giver, to always be a blessing to people. For you, you don't mind. You are giving to people, blessing people, giving them, supplying when you have, like. Have you realized that the people that usually give to people as in like practically, the people that usually give to people, they some way, somehow do not really lack. Some way, somehow they don't lack. And sometimes it's not that they are receiving from people. They have shifted from that place. They are not receivers, but they will not lack. And every time you say that, they will be giving you their, oh, get one bag, get 25 kilos, get 50 kilos. Nobody's bringing them some more. But they are always ever distributed. They don't, they don't expect anything. In return, it is part of the whole thing. Fellowship. So sometimes we need to know how to bond, bonding amongst the believers. That is where you realize that the our faith is sharpened. Like we sharpen ourselves. Why would Paul say that? Oh, I long to come to you that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts. But then he spoke about the, the mutuality of the impartation, meaning that there's a benefit that comes to him. There's a certain kind of um, gratification he receives from not, not any worldly gratification, but a sense of satisfaction, of accomplishment, of purpose. And then the presence of Jesus or, or the blessing of the Spirit to his hearers. There's that, that mutual you feel you feel you feel so satisfied because you really fulfilled what you were sent for. 
So I know you are doing the prayers. You are doing the, uh, how do I call it, your fastings. You are doing your, your, your word, you are trying to follow and all that. But he said, what fellowship and what? The breaking of bread. It is equally a spiritual act. So if you come, if you go to a place and I mean, a very uh, good place in the garden of believers, and there's nothing wrong with that. Even through that, you see, I mentioned him. Many things are distributed through that. Many of the things that sometimes you are desiring, maybe a particular grace upon someone that you are desiring. Sometimes these things are shared easily amongst us just by association. How would you associate to well? It is true communion, com communion like that. Do you get it? You commune. I heard of a very anointed minister of God. He can just be with you again. Like, jokingly, jokingly, he just. Do you get like. Okay, let's move. <laughs> and fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Hallelujah. So, did you see the effect of this? After they continued steadfastly, the fear of God was present upon every soul. And what happened? And signs, wonders, and signs, many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Because the atmosphere is created. You've created an atmosphere for miracles. What do you expect will okay? Miracles will okay. Atmosphere for healing. Healing is what will okay. In the same way, if you create an atmosphere where there is no love, an atmosphere where People are selfish. An atmosphere where, you see, where like people are complaining. Everybody will be getting choked. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, walk in the love of God. We need to allow the love of God to, 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 to train us in all that we do. The other time I was bringing to your brother, look, what is the practicality of all that I teach to you if if you do not apply them? It makes it makes the word of God of no effect. What is the essence of learning about ascension? Learn about the love of God, learn about virtues, learn about excellence. And then practically you are not applying it. You are then full of yourself, full of selfishness, full of resentment, hatred, like it doesn't push. This fellowship, fellowship will solve this problem. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Fellowship has a way of solving a lot of a lot of problems. You realize that sometimes when if you decide to be an isolation, you will start growing cold. How many of you know that? You've not seen that 
try and be in isolation. Sometimes there's deception, whispers of deception. Like the voice I was speaking about, you start eating certain voices. Oh, after all, after I've isolated myself, I feel I'm, I'm even spiritually growing more. You might be spiritually growing more, maybe in your prayer life or listening to your word or not, but it is not complete. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, the completeness of your maturity is lacking. There's, there's something lacking. Fellowship and the breaking of bread. I think God knows why He added this thing to it. Did, did you get it? God knows why He added that thing. And then there's a reason why Paul even made mention of it that neglect not the assembling of yourselves as the manner of some is so that means there are some who are not walking steadfastly in the apostles what doctrine because they keep on neglecting the garden of ourselves there is there is an anointing present there's a certain sweetness of the atmosphere when we are together so your isolation is good for your personal prayer life that's fine but do not neglect this one too but there's a way it keeps you on track and it, it keeps you burning for the Lord. And there's a way many gifts are easily distributed. Hallelujah. Yes, distributions. That's the koinonia. Many of us just miss. Oh, it's just fellowship. It's just fellowship. Let's look at some of the synonyms. Some of the synonyms used is a fellowship or association or community or joint participation. Hallelujah. Amen. Joint participation. Then another one. He said what? Intercourse. What is intercourse? What is intercourse? Because I tell you what is intercourse. Pastor Caleb is demonstrating, he said intercourse. Pastor Caleb, they don't understand. Pastor Israel, what is intercourse? Or Naira, what is intercourse? Intimacy. Intimacy. Do you understand intimacy? Biological engagement. Hallelujah. And even this word, this word, no, it is still used aside your experience with the ordinary place. It's used as your experience with God too. When it comes to understanding God's love, you see, and to know the love of Christ, that passive knowledge, hallelujah. So, what knowledge, that passive knowledge? And that knowledge is, is knowledge as in knowing, knowing in the place of intimacy. Hallelujah. And intercourse is between two people. Hallelujah. These days I learned they have some intercourse between three and four people also. Five people. Which is strange though. Or oh, it has been there. Is there four some and five some? Some this is dangerous. Hallelujah. Because there's distribution. Have you ever seen a, a man and a woman have intercourse? And the intercourse, when the intercourse is not complete, how does the man feel? Or how, how does the woman feel? 
incomplete. Sakala <laughs> said that a man feels incomplete, unfulfilled. You are having koinonia and, and, and you didn't finish. Oh, okay, you are not married. Sorry. A lot of you are not married. The Lord changed your story in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray that you give them the understanding. You not finish. For a man, yeah, they can easily finish. I realize that he doesn't leave the same. He distributes. Something is released. Hallelujah. There is a deposit of what seeds. Impartations. That is what happens when we have fellowship with ourselves. Precious gifts and seeds. We begin to partake of these things. Either with me. Yes, sir. Let's read the third one, then you you get it clearly. Hello. Then what happened after the signs and wonders? He said, then all that believe, he said, all oh, do we have believers? If you are a believer, shout, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And all that believe were together and had all things common. Oh, it's still not a word for us. And all that believed, they were together and they had all things in common. And let me let, let me read and then we'll move to another scripture. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. Then 46 again. Now it is going to explain the fellowship proper. And they continuing what? Now look at it. And they continued steadfastly. Now what did they say? And they continued daily. And they continued daily. With one accord. In the temple. And breaking bread. From where? House to house. Hello. Is this Charlie? Because of the economy, you know, people, people, people will be measuring things. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I'm not Okay. Pastor Israel is being a perfect example. Is that a breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness? With gladness, not that you are you are calculating. Is that daily? So ask, ask your money and things go. It's like it's gladness in your heart that it is benefiting the body of Christ. It's supposed to be practical. It's a very, very spiritual thing. So there are certain areas, I realize that there are certain areas of our lives we need to work on because we have been talking about doing things in perfection, doing things according to the standard of God, doing things as we are inspired by the Lord. And without this, it is still incomplete. You get it? So this is part of our lives. 
individual ministries, uh, the ministries in the church and all that. It is supposed to be part of us. Okay. With gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. Then what else? What were the results? And the Lord added to the church daily. So there's so much that happens. If, if if you want to see, experience what happened, you go to the apostolic foundations, you see what, what they practice. You practice the same. Many a times we represented, we just come, just list the things, okay, have prayer, have this, have, okay, have communion, have fellowship, but this is the explanation. This is how practically it was in their days. Either with me. So, my message is quite simple. It's very, very simple. It's all of them came that which we have received complete. Open to Colossians, uh, <clears throat> Ephesians 3 17. I think it's something that I've been teaching so much. Ephesians 3 17. Is it that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith? That ye be rooted and grounded in love. I then. Ephesians 3 17. Are you all there? Let's read. That. Okay, so now uh, Paul has spoken it. He has really presented in a very theological manner. Very, very nice words, choice of words. When you go into the Greek uh, meaning of the words, you see how powerful they are. But then I've also given an idea of what it means to be practical with these things. So the practicality of these things, it added to the church daily. It expanded the church and then it boosted the love amongst the brethren and not just that but even the love between the brethren and the father hallelujah so if we are saying being rooted in love it is a practical experience it's not just about oh i love i just love god i love god we can say that if you love god there will be God in the eyes of men. Do you get it? God really loved us. You love God because what? First of all, he first loved you. So now you learn of his ways and then you'll be like, oh, in the eyes of men, you begin to show that same amount of love. That same love. And you cannot do it on your own. Actually, you see that it comes, it comes by gleaming straight like directly from the throne or else you 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 
you'll be tired. You'll be tired. One day you stand up and say, Lord, I saved you all the days of my life. I'm not seeing the truth. When you begin to say that, it means that your shape, your, your feet is very, very shaky. Because the faith of the fathers, what they experience, whether they die or they live, they give themselves completely. What were the markets of the fathers? And what were the things that they, the Bible said they saw the promised word afar off. And what was the next thing? And they were persuaded of them. And what did they do? And they fully embraced them. And then what did they do? And then they professed that they were not from this land. They were pilgrims. Hallelujah. They knew their source. It is not all about this world. This world is, if you think critically, you see that life is, is very, very, very short. You can be here today and tomorrow you are, you are, you are, you are gone. And you might be thinking that, oh, there's some money that you are hiding in your, in your account. No, no, your wife doesn't even know. Your, your family even doesn't know. You know the amount of riches in the bank that cannot be cashed out. And the families of the people have no idea. They have, they have no idea. See? So it was wisdom. Maybe a man that, okay, well, let me put my money here. Okay, one in offshore, one here in the land, uh, one somewhere in some places. But I realized the next day, without any <laughs> any knowledge, like, hey, today I'm calling you. Today I'm calling you. Like, this is where you see men. Now, in their mind, now their soul has become heavy. <laughs> My money in the bank. Then you see that they, are, they will walk to the bank. But they can't assess their money. <laughs> Practical things that happen when we die. I'm just telling you, the weight, I have this here. I have this. Like you're, you're, you're confused, so you, don't, you can't even tell that you are dead. Because your heart is so attached. To the earthly treasures that can easily be eaten by Lord, that can easily get rusted. Are you here with me? Yes, These things are very, very important, and a lot of things that have been around us should inform us. Recently, I was telling you of how the man I really love so much just just passed away without. We couldn't understand. Very, very great bishop. We just couldn't explain. Like, we didn't know you were going to call him so 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 fast. The only explanation we can give: Okay, God has made of him there. We can't. We can't. We can't explain. So, if you have life, you live your life well. Are you here with me? Yes, if you have life, you do what? You live your life well. The message for you tonight is that in our journey of discipleship, it is not just about 
the intellectual acquisition of knowledge or the ability to to explain things or to teach things but it is more of a practicality to the things that we have learned as it is more of what practicality to the things that we have learned and God is really really pleased with us when we walk in the practicality rather than just the display of the fact that we know you can know so much but you cannot live so much so in our era right now you can see that something is happening there are quite a number of people that are very knowledgeable in the word of god you get it there's so much knowledge in the word of god but there you realize that if a man is knowledgeable and a man is supposed to bring let's say correction the correction must be done in love you realize it but in the case where the correction is not done in love but to make it look like oh these are foolish people they don't know what they are doing this is, no no there's a there's a question mark so indeed you have the knowledge but indeed you are not practical with the knowledge that you have because you are not applying it in love. It makes it incomplete. It makes it incomplete. We need to walk in the perfection of God's word. We need not to neglect certain areas of God's word. Be rooted. Be grounded. In this journey of ascension, in this journey of spiritual maturity, it is not just about the individual but also about the people that we relate with just the understanding these are very very important there are so many things i have here but uh, demonstrated in the book of Acts. Lord, I want to be rooted in your love practically. Lord, I want to be a practical Christian. Lord, I want to be a practical Christian. Lord, I want to see the seeds of excellence in me. I want to be that true disciple they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. They had all things in common. 
of these apostolic foundations, let these things be found in my life. you are telling the Lord the Lord show me how to love just like you loved her Lord I just don't want to know about love but I want to practically love her I want to practically walk in the fellowship of your word I want to practically exhibit that Christian life Lord I want to be a true disciple of a follower of your words a practitioner of your word I want to be fully rooted fully grounded fully established on the pillars and the foundations of the word immovable in the name of Jesus as you have displayed that there are many voices Lord I want to feed on the tree of life I want to feed on the voice of the Lord I succumb I bring under subjection the voice of the serpent the voice of the flesh I open up myself to the tree of life I eat life I walk in life I display life in the name of Jesus my life is a blessing I am a dispenser of life in the coming years I'm going to shine forth the glorious word in the coming years I'm going to shine brighter and brighter in the coming years in the coming years I'm going to be practically like Jesus I've been taught and mentored and tutored by the spirit of God displaying the wondrous works of our Lord and Lord your word made us understand that when they walk in these you added to the church daily you expanded the church daily and you added wonders and great signs to the works and the displays of the apostles Lord let the foundations be set up again let those pillars be raised up again in the name of Jesus oh Lord may pain a living vessel a living vessel a true vessel Rapendana, <laughs> 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 
Hallelujah. You see, generally speaking, there are plants that uh, many people would have for their lives, which is which in itself is not really bad. It's a very good thing uh, for people. But you realize that there's a plan and the purpose of God for every man. And that should be the the ultimate for a man's life. But you realize that the only reason a man can really walk in his purpose is so much dependent on what you hear and what you eat. If you find yourself in a company of friends that do not speak well, or in a company that do not influence you positively, you realize that you move out of discipline. And there are things that you can do in the world that can bring you satisfaction or gratification, but for a short time. But when it comes to fulfilling the purpose of God, you realize that the satisfaction is eternal. Hallelujah. And that will be the greatest choice that a man a man can really have. I want us to pray shortly. We're just praying like it's a praying for five minutes, two minutes. We are praying that Lord help me pick the right voices. In the name of Jesus. Picking the right voices. In the name of Jesus. Picking the right voices. Picking the right voices. That will make me aligned with my purpose in God. Picking the right voices. When you get that voice right, you see, it doesn't matter what the path, what you are thinking about your individual success or prosperity. The word of God is setting. He said, if you're able to touch this, if you're able to follow this, if you're able to walk in this, it is assured prosperity and good. Stop chasing other things. Focus on getting the right voice. Hallelujah. By voice, we realize that man fell, and by voice, we are risen together with him. The right voice is very, very important. Let's pray shortly. Lord, help me pick the right voices for my future, for my life, for the days ahead of me in the name of Jesus. Jesus, respond to the right voices. We respond to the right voices. We respond to the right voices. Lord, I respond. I respond. We respond in the name of Jesus. Mandala <laughs> 
I just want to thank God we have entered into the year just let's just begin to bless the name of the Lord I'm done I'm done Lord, we are grateful as a family, we are grateful as a church, we are grateful as individuals, Lord, for ushering us into this new dimension, ushering us into this new era, giving us light, Lord.
for the year 2024. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For the woman with the issue of blood said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, oh, that's virtue in this auditorium. Mayada Katunta de Makusa, Araba Dabadosa. In the year 2024, I see transformation. I see power change hands. I see an exchange. I see an exchange. Yadabosa, I want you to tap into this flow. Into this flow of exchange. I hear the Lord saying, that fishing is possible. That fishing is possible. That desire is possible. Oh, you need the virtue of the Lord to make it possible. I had a Jump the cards. 
I don't want to jump the cat. By the grace of God, there are many things I believe the Lord is speaking to me concerning the year. I'm not going to say any. I'm not going to say any. But there is virtue. One thing I am sure of, there is virtue for whatever exploit you are looking for in the year 2024 in this auditorium. There is virtue. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to go again. There is virtue. I can literally feel the power of God being made available to change circumstances. In the name of Jesus. To change circumstances. I can I can see, I can say, I can perceive that the power of God has been made available in this regard. I want you to contact something from the depth of your heart. You see, they say prayer that has not moved your heart will definitely not move God. Prayer that has not moved your heart, you can be rest assured that it will not move God as well. Before we leave here, even as the man of God has spoken to us, you are praying, Lord, I need grace, I need this virtue for 2024. It would mean the difference between 2023 and 2024. Yeah. Virtue that you would contact. If I can touch by the hem of his garment, she he can contact virtue in your heart wherever you are standing. Even as you listen to me, even as you listen to the man of God, it has already changed. Because the Bible says immediately, immediately. Oh Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can you blast in tongues? Hey, Kamala Madabakusha, Zimana Makusa, the Akampiko Adia Katata, Hey, Kabalueka, Sandi Kapadi Madosa, Hey, Bandadi Okunta, Dabadabadusha, Repampunta Dibokose, Madakuski Abaliatase, Hey, grace to continue steadfastly, I Badikatus, Kabandi Katose, Alexness, Sharpness. In the name of Jesus, Rabakus Tabata Kavadi Madosa to be a doer of the word in 2024. Madika Vanda Buata Tase, hey Vanda Madosa, the word of God at the Shapa Madini to Edge Sword, Saka Vadi Atuske Vadi Katose, Mapada Vada Septam Tadamadosa, all virtues flying around.
make us run and not get worried. I see the grace that we, you have contacted make you like a tree planted by the rivers of water. The Bible says its leaves will always be green. You would always stay relevant. You would always be relevant. You would be relevant all year through. You would be relevant all year through. I said you would be relevant all year through. You would always be green. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. People that look for your trouble will not find you. In the name of Jesus. You are safely heading in God. So they will not find you. In the name of Jesus. You are overcoming. You are overcoming. In the year 2024, you are overcoming. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see the Lord on your right hand. I see the Lord on your right hand. And so you are overcoming. In the name of Jesus. You are running through every troop. You are leaping over every wall. In the name of Jesus. People will look at you and they will marvel. People would look at you and they would wonder. It is virtue you have contacted. In the name of Jesus. It is your heart that you have opened unto the Lord. In the name of Jesus. It's a yieldedness that is wearing. It is yieldedness that is bearing fruits in your life. In the name of Jesus. In your going, oh Jesus. In your going and in your coming in. Ah, the Lord is with you. I see the presence of the Lord move with you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In terms of career, people making giant strides. Giant strides. Say, I am making giant strides. I am making giant strides in the name of Jesus. Say, I am making giant strides. I am making giant strides in my finances. I am making giant strides in my career. I am making giant strides in the name of Jesus. I am never lagging behind. I am never lagging behind. You will be a lot of things, but you will never lag behind in 2024. In the name of Jesus, delay over your life. Cancelled in the name of Jesus. Delay over your life is cancelled in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, as a result of koinonia, as a result of intimacy, you have access to the wisdom of God. You are working in the wisdom of God in the year 2024. In the name of Jesus, I see you emit lights, 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 lights. Light. In the name of Jesus, you are shining wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, you are shining, you are shining. You are brightening the corner wherever you are in the name of Jesus. I see you come out. I see you come out in the name of Jesus. In the unsurmountable situations, I see you come out. I see you come out. I see you come out in the name of Jesus. Ever increasing, ever shining, ever expanding in the name of Jesus. That is the will of God for your life 
in the year 2024 in the name of Jesus you will never be buried you will never be buried you will never be unfruitful you will expand you bear fruits in 60 fold in a hundred fold in the name of Jesus it would work in your life it would work it would work it will work in the name of Jesus where others will not be accepted I see the acceptance of the Lord on your life in the name of Jesus I declare the favor of God on your life for the year 2024 in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you will go out with cry and you come back with joy in the name of Jesus the enemy thought he had you but you are coming with joy you are coming with joy you are coming out with joy you are coming out with joy you are coming out with joy in the name of Jesus but you'd be known as joy. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see the power of God are working on life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see you connect to power. I see you connect to power. I see you connect to power. In the name of Jesus. 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 There is no situation. There is no situation that you would describe a situation of no return. The possibilities of God are made available to you. Every impossibility, every impossibility, I stand into a possibility. In the name of Jesus, oh, I see you walking in possibility. I see you walking in possibility. Oh, say, I am walking in possibilities. I am walking in possibilities. In the name of Jesus, I am walking in possibilities. In the name of Jesus, 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 it is your time to shine, it is your time to shine, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, because your path shines ever brighter, your path shines ever brighter, your path shines ever brighter, unto the perfect day, in the name of Jesus, any desert ground you are on, any desert places you are found has been turned into water springs in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I see you come into your promised land in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus declare your promised land into being in the year 2024 declare your promised land into being in the name of Jesus, declare your blessings into being, declare possibilities into being, declare achievement in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, declare your progress. Declare your progress. Declare your progress. Declare your progress. Oh, you are coming out first. You are coming out first. In the name of Jesus.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd like us to make a prayer. Amen. Are we here? Yes, sir. I'd like us to make a prayer. We, before that, is anybody here whose mom is not feeling well? Please, if you are here and your mom is not feeling well, please come forward. Your mother is not feeling well. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see that the Lord has touched. I see that the hand of the Lord, oh Jesus, I want you standing here to believe that health and vitality has returned. I want you to believe that health and vitality has returned in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for a touch. 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 I want you to repeat me. Thank you, Father, for a touch. 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 Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, have we prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. You can please go for our seats. Amen. 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 My time is up. of the enemy against your life in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Any accusation that the enemy has raised concerning your life in the places of power, I cancel in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare that no power of setback will have any control over anyone's life Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. You spirit of setback, take off your hands and leave God's people alone in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. I release liberty. 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 
them that are bound with chains. Today is the end of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Any connection to the powers of darkness, any manipulations from princes of darkness, any witchcraft manipulation, any demonic orchestration, this is the end of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak forth into any spiritual blindness that leave God's people alone in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see the light of God shining. Yes, Lord. Shining so bright. Amen. And bright. You will not miss your direction in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. The vision of God is becoming clearer and clearer Amen. in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. I see God's people walking in God's will in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. I see God's people fulfilling God's assignment in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see God's people living to the fullest of their potential and capacity in God in the name of Jesus. Amen. None of God's people will be misdirected in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will go places in the name of Jesus. Amen. This year will be a year of great testimonies in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see many testifying of God's abundance over their lives. Amen. I see many testifying of God's goodness over their lives. Amen. I see God releasing properties into people's hands Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see God opening doors, financial doors for people here in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see life becoming smoother with Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I speak forth the grace of God into anything that you have called your weakness. Anything you call weakness this year will not have any power over you. Amen. I see the grace and the strength of the Lord magnified in your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Your life will be a living testimony of God's goodness. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I see grace, favor, blessings upon your life. Amen. You will do better this year in the name of Jesus. All can complain, but you will say that the Lord is good in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord will show you kindness this year. The Lord will show you favor this year. Amen. The Lord will show you his abundance this year. Amen. May the Lord put laughter in your mouth. Amen. The Lord's grace be with you. His blessings abide with you continually. And may his face shine on you in all that you do. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. So you can sit down. I'm just going to talk shortly, less than five minutes. And then we. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Lord has been good to us as a ministry, to us as individuals. If. You do not have any testimony yet. Tell the Lord that this year, uh, by virtue of all these declarations, 
you are going to have a very powerful testimony this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord will give you testimonies that will glorify his name. So, as a ministry, as a church, uh, we realized that one of the uh, core mandates of the church was to expand. And the early church actually demonstrated that. So, in my message that I preached, I mentioned how they were very diligent, they were consistent, they were persistent, they continued daily in one accord, they pursued the agenda of God, hallelujah, and all the things that I mentioned, take note of them, one thing we realized that, and the Lord added to the church what daily, and in one particular day, 3,000 people were added, hallelujah, amen, so I want us to be a church full of God's love, full of God's grace, full of God's ability. And if you will look at my previous teachings, you will see that I've been trying to teach us the practicality of, of the messages that we have been carrying, because that will be the true marker of your uh, spiritual uh, maturity. So we need to see these things in your ministries. We are supposed to see it in the prayer team, we are supposed to see it in love streams, we are supposed to see it in, uh, in the technical team, in all the wings of the of the ministry. This thing, it must penetrate. Love must be the root. Love must be the shoot. Love must be everything. And it must be that abiding quality that remains with us at the beginning, uh, throughout the experience, even to the day of our accountability to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, yes, there remains the year of discipleship. Uh, it will forever be discipleship. I think the Lord is trying to shift the church from a certain kind of mindset uh, into what we are meant to to be, what we are meant to stick to, like what we are supposed to stick to, discipleship. And all the days of our lives, we are actually supposed to be taught by the Lord, be taught by the Holy Spirit, uh, be taught by our teachers that God gives to us so that we can be more like Him. So it's going to be discipleship. Uh, last year, our focus was on uh, virtue, excellence, and character. Uh, we are building upon that. We are building upon that. And this year, it's consistency. Hallelujah. I told you the Lord gave me a vision where I saw the glorious church, very, very beautiful church. Hallelujah. And before that I saw that there were people people that were like soldiers in the Lord amen and it's like it was not time but they were ready they were waiting it's like they were anticipating for the time to be up then they, they take action they were in their uniforms and they were ready for action then before the alarm even came so we can see that where God is taking us is a place that is very, very glorious. Hallelujah. The reason why that came to the Lord said clearly, He said, get ready. Hallelujah. God is so much aware of whatever we are engaged in. Hallelujah. But because He will not have anyone left behind, doesn't want anybody to be left behind, He allows for, I mean, He's patient with us, He's patient with our both, but 
in order to be very, very beneficial to the church, you need to run with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. You need to, you need to run with Him. No more uh, weights and uh, delays and dragons here and there. But focus on what God is saying. So this year, as I said in the experience, one of the things that I consistency, hallelujah, consistency, consistency. So there's a reward for that. And you know that consistency has a great connection with stewardship, hallelujah, stewardship. And you cannot talk about stewardship without talking about uh, true dedication, commitment, and loyalty to the work of God. When I talk about loyalty, I mean the love, genuine love for uh, the things of God, genuine love in the pursuit of, of purpose. There you see that it inspires your passion, it, it inspires your zeal. It becomes true zeal and accurate knowledge of truth. Hallelujah. That's what we are pursuing. So allow the love of God to work on your desires. He should consume you with the fire of His word, of His love. And this time, we are going to be so consistent. So this year, I want you to make the point that uh, you are going to be consistent in your prayer life. You are going to be consistent in your koinonia with the Lord and in your koinonia with the brethren. You are going to be consistent with the fellowship, the things that, things that I listed. You are going to be consistent with them and then practicalize them. The one accord with the being in being in unity. That is what matters. Hallelujah. Being unity, that's what really, really, really matters. So for instance, if we want to create an atmosphere for miracles, or we want to create an atmosphere for healing or atmosphere for any supernatural encounter. There are instances where God can just uh, uh, penetrate no matter the uh, the atmosphere. But then if you want to have that continuous flow. It means that we can have our minds together. Hallelujah. The same way if you're thinking about the passion for God, the love for God, if we are one in our minds, if we are one together, like you see that your passion will inspire the passion of, of another. Kobe's passion will touch the passion of uh, Abeku. Abeku's passion will touch the passion of Obed's passion will touch the passion of Caleb. Hallelujah. Do you understand? So I want us to be very, very uh, consistent with this. The instant in season and out of season, you should always be ready. Mm? You should always be ready to abound in the knowledge of God. You should always be ready. You should always be rooted and grounded. Hallelujah. Can we, can we make it a goal? So in that same manner, we have been consistent with all other things. This year, tell yourself that I will be consistent. I'll be consistent with ministry. Hallelujah. Tell yourself, this is like the turning point of my life. Because if practically you continue doing the same things, you might not really uh, have the effect. Unless the whatever you are doing is in the direction of, of, of the vision. Do you understand? So for instance, if you are driving a nail into, uh, how do you call it? You cannot be hitting the nail on a concrete and be expecting that the nail will be driven into the wood or into the... You get it. You must target the nail. You can be hitting, but it should be what? Targeted hitting. Hallelujah. So that there will be dissipation of energy and wasting of energy. 
Hallelujah. So tell yourself, I'm going to be consistent with ministry. Hallelujah. That's one matter of maturity. The reason why you personally grow in God is for the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. So you are incomplete if 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 the work of the ministry is not seen in your life. It doesn't make the word of God true. Then why the need for your growth? It's not just uh, the word of God teaches us we grow in love and all that. And it is out of this love that we do minister. It is out of this love that we we dedicate ourselves to the service of God, which is which is ministry. Hallelujah. So this year, tell yourself, it is my year of being dedicated to the things of God. It is my year of focusing on what God has committed into my hands. Many of us sometimes we wait and then one sometimes one prophecy comes and it steps us up and we are on fire. We want to we want to be on fire. It's not a bit that you 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 will not get prophecies all the time. I think God was saying it. And we have a more sure word of prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. We have a more sure word of prophecy. Do you get it? So you don't have to wait and, and maybe I bring a friend around or I bring a brother around and becomes in a copy you are anointed, you do exploits for the kingdom. The copy will be on fire for one week, two weeks and and then by the time you realize the the fire is we need to be consistent. Amen. So consistency is very is very, very key to to our growth. So we are building is you realize that when you go deeply into it, there's a direct connection. The words that I mentioned, consistency, diligence, uh, persistence, I mean, the things I mentioned in my message, you see how they are actually connected to the virtues of and excellence. They are actually connected. You cannot, you cannot have one without the other. Hallelujah. When someone is consistent, you achieve excellence. And when you see, when you see excellence, you will see consistency. Hallelujah. So you realize that in, in great men even in the world, how come they are always coming out with breakthrough uh, products or like imagine this big, big gurus. Like almost everything they launch, no matter how foolish the idea is, somebody will buy into it. Do you understand? No matter how foolish that they will make it possible. Because it's not foolish because it's coming from a very important person. I mean, I said that we are going to the moon, or we are going to, we are going to Mars. You are there saying, ah, what, what are we going to do on Mars? And your, your, your idea is, your, your mind is small. You are not thinking like that. But people will buy into it because that person has been consistent with what, whatever he has been doing. Hallelujah. So let consistency be seen in our lives. Hallelujah. We have to be consistent. It's a discipline that you need to nurture. So sometimes it, it puts you in very, very tight corners. But do it. Be consistent. Be consistent. No matter like no matter the condition, be consistent. There's a way it changes the face of your life, changes the face of your ministry. So as a ministry, uh, where we are heading to, the Lord demands that we are very, 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 very consistent. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't want us to miss what is coming ahead of us. We should not miss what is coming ahead of us. I hear with me. Let me read a few scriptures for you that we are we are done. Let me read a few scriptures for you. 
Okay, so First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight is that therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews ten twenty-three. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is what is faithful. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. So these are the things that we are supposed to really pursue. Second Corinthians 8 says that, but as you excel in everything in faith and speech and knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you excel also in this act of grace. Hallelujah. So it's saying that let us excel as we excel in all other things. Let us also excel in this act of grace. So he was talking completely. He said, as you excel everything, give him to you, should be excelled there. Hallelujah. Amen. It's part of the kingdom. Give me to see from the beginning. What did you see? He said, they sold all their possessions and then it was distributed as according to the needs of everyone such that no man actually had, had no man actually lacked. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we need to be consistent in different areas. Hopefully our in coming weeks, we'll look at the areas that we need to really be consistent. I'll talk a lot about giving as well. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Uh, it's time for me to talk about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that you won't be feeling too comfortable. Anyways, it's not to make you uncomfortable, but I'm showing you certain keys that are needed for our growth as, as a people of the kingdom. Amen. We have to be complete in every area. Tell anybody be complete in every area. Be complete in every area. Be complete in giving. Be complete in every way. Be complete in love. Be complete in love. Be complete in excellence. Be complete in excellence. Be complete everywhere. Be complete in everywhere. Hallelujah. Be complete. Amen. Oh, you don't agree? We agree. Hallelujah. So that's a very good quality. So, in coming times, I'll, I'll, I'll emphasize more on the consistency and excellence. We'll look at a few, uh, some scriptures, and then the sermon will be around that. And then, as the Lord also leads us to other, other areas. So, still discipleship. Ask yourself that uh, in this years, in this year, I think. This is a third year, right? This is a third year of discipleship, yes. And amazingly, I have very good friends, very, very powerful preachers. I think, you know Apostle Tony, right? He has come to minister when we are on the God campus, yes. He's a very, very great man of God. At the right time, we organize conferences and so anointed. Yeah. He, whilst I'm thinking about this, and doing the same, he too is doing the same. And I think the way that I, I showed you, we look at, and not just about uh, Pastor Love. Yeah. Also, like everybody just thinking in that direction that no, we need to go away with like some of these traditions. And I'll come and tell you, it's your year, it's your year of prosperity, then you only got to God's where you go and fool around and you expect to. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm showing you how to be prosperous and have good work. 
success is the same. Virtues, excellence is in consistency. It is in discipleship. Hallelujah. Amen. That is it. I'm showing the keys. So don't be thinking too much. Don't be getting so excited uh, that today maybe it's your year of possibilities. Tomorrow is your year of what? Which one? Running away. <laughs> your, my year of cup running over. Then my year of this. It's, it's, it's good. I'm not against that. I'm not, I'm not against that. But I believe that with a state where we find ourselves, I get it. The way, the state where we find ourselves, we need more growth, spiritual growth. You get it. When we grow very well, these things will just, will just be added. It's a dimension. When you enter into it, you realize that all other things will be added. But get him first. Amen. So that when you get those things, it won't drive you away from him. Are you, are you okay? Yeah, so that's the short word that I have for us. That's the direction where we are going. And hopefully, uh, we were supposed to have a meeting, but I realized that many of you are already tired. We need to overcome this thing. It's not good. Amen. You are young men. You, you, you have warm, hot blood. Hallelujah. Some of you, if certain opportunities open for you, will see the darkness in your life. Eh? I hope you understand. <laughs> and the Bishop God was speaking about um, God's love and then the call of God. And he says some people will be asked, ah, how do I know that I am called? He said, we are a young man. You are a young man. You don't know anything about a woman, but you know how to locate the vagina. Something that is hidden. A young man will be able to locate that, and then you are telling God that you cannot locate his calling. <laughs> this, this is serious. <laughs> you know, hey, my God. <laughs> you know how, how rubbish of that can be sometimes. Yeah, he, he told them clearly. So you are saying that finding the call of God is is is, is difficult, but you know how to enter into the. Eh? Tell your neighbor, brother, brother, change. Something that is that is that is hidden and covered. Anyway, oh, you are saying that this one is the knowledge of God in you. Okay, anyway, that's just by the way. The point I'm trying to say is that. The right voices. <laughs> oh my god. You see this all now I'm talking about. Even the married, the unmarried people, they know. Oh, they know bad. They know bad. They know more than the married people. I'm going to say that on behalf of unmarried people here. He makes, he makes great <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. Oh, why wow, you are not smiling? Smile, smile now. Oh, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Pastor, preach on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's something that we need to. We are young people. Hallelujah. Amen. And 
you need to be able to carry long in the presence of God. Yes, sir. You get it. You need to be able to carry long in the presence of God. This is the time because if you don't make time for some of these things, one day you go and that time you actually don't have time. So if you've not built it, how will you, how will you, how will you really? Uh, this meeting, yeah, this is a very, very short meeting. Just how many hours? Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one. Yeah, just five hours. It's a very short meeting. You have to learn how to be in the present. How many of you have watched series before? And one, one series, one episode is how, how many minutes? 43 minutes. 43 minutes. So, but you can finish one season. So is it fair? Is it what I'm saying? Is it, is it, is it fair? Is it practical? Harrison, is it, is it true? So we need to be able to spend more time. Juliana, have you watched series before? Oh, you are, you are learning the word of God. So look, look, this year, you have to tell yourself, your desires must change. You see, there are certain things you should be able to pick up. Mm, error, like you see how your computer when you type certain things or your how do you call it your calculator, it will give you what syntax error. Yes, like if it if you see that thing, your your, your heart should be able to pick up. Mm, this is an error. Let me recorrect. No, uh, there's something that I've not typed right. So look at yourself. That okay, I'm supposed to build consistency in certain areas of my life. Let me look at the things that drain my life away so if it's movies if it is whatever cartoons if it is what sleep sleep if it is sleep you have to check all of that and then reduce reduce those things to the point where you can completely work eliminate them and then replace them with these activities and you want things to become clearer and, and better Friendship with the Lord is, is, is a very, very interesting journey. Hallelujah. You find joy, you find fulfillment in it. So choose the path. Choose the path. So we are still building, uh, as a year of discipleship, we are building upon what? The excellence, virtue, and character, and it is consistency. So it's a year of what? Being consistent with the things of God being consistent with our spiritual life, being consistent in ministry. Hallelujah. Being consistent in serving God. Tell yourself this year. This year. I will serve God. I will serve God. This year. This year. I will serve the Lord. I will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell yourself and then seek his direction, seek his grace and uh, put yourself into whatever we are doing. Hallelujah. So at an appropriate I think next week I, I will I will do a presentation of our new organogram. Hallelujah. It's something that we already know in our heads, but uh, I'll properly present it so that you can get uh, the structures very well. At least you understand certain areas of the ministries and those who are in charge and the various ministries under them and then the leaders under all those ministries. Hallelujah from prayer to finance to international ministry to uh, uh, evangelism and, 
and prayer, shepherding and uh, church planting and, and all that media and then uh, church administration. And it's uh, when I present, when I see, uh, <clears throat> I was hoping that we could get a TV around, but we couldn't. But let's do well so that we can. Okay, can we get a TV around? Someone's TV there, maybe next. We can. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that we can present properly. But then God bless you so much. So I said it is what? What are we building on? Consistency. We are building consistency, yes. We are not neglecting whatever we have started. We are adding, we are building on all those things through consistency. Hallelujah. So it's still a year of discipleship. Be a true disciple of the Lord Jesus. So let's do it next two weeks. Mm. Let's do it next week. Next two weeks. Because that's what the minister of the Lord will come around. So. Okay. So I'm done. Give a hand of praise to the Lord. Because I said certain things, some of you are not happy. Did you bring a very good offering to the Lord? Amen. Did you bring a good offering to the Lord? Yes. Okay, so. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, the response is very weak. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, we thank God so much for a wonderful 31st night service. We'd like to take our offer to you right now. We'd like to take our offer to you right now. We invite allow streams to lead us through administration as we take our opportunity. I was very, very glad when the man of God shared the theme for the year. I don't know why, but this year I was, I was excited about the, the particular subtopic. In the course of the week, I was asking myself, what, what is my personal... How do I see next year? I was just having a conversation in my head with God. And the way that came is very similar to what the man of God said. I, I don't remember you... We paid attention to it. There are a lot of things that happen in the ministry that is like a repetition. You hear it in your private place, and then God says this here. Man of God talked about us channeling our desires, having the right desires. And yesterday, during the prayer meeting, that was one of the things we prayed about. But man of God wasn't here physically. You know, it happens. So I'm very excited. And personally, the word I got was discipline, which is similar to consistency. You know. And so I know that the Lord has something wonderful for all of us. And we can all testify that if you are consistent in something, you do well. If you are consistent in playing the things, you do well. If you are consistent in studying, you do well. So if God has a plan for us for this mission to be consistent, that means that.